Hi there, everyone. Welcome to the Arrow Panel, episode 15. I'm here with my lovely co-hosts, uh, Dalton Bluechows Runberg and Oliver Telperian. Do you ever... I, I you don't, don't have a I last even, name, do you? No. I. Who, who cares about my last name? Yes, that's true. Uh, Oliver's not even his first name. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> we're, we're, you're getting uh, the middle name. We're operating under pseudonyms here. I'm Eric. Yeah, no. And you're... <laughs> no, I'm... I'm your, your middle name. <laughs> oh, Thomas. Okay, there we go. That's weird. Don't call me Thomas. <laughs> I'm, going to call, I'm going to call you Eric and Thomas for the rest of the night. I no. hope you're all prepared for this. No, please no. Um, first off, one cool thing we did this week, this past week, I think Roger set it up, right? I think Max did, actually. Or Jared, rather. Jared? Oh. Someone made an SF Evolved Discord channel, um, which I, we're, we're in 2017 now, boys and girls. Yeah. Um, I hadn't used Discord before. This, really? But it's a really cool concept. Yeah, I had really only used it for, like, Pokemon Go stuff, and that's not, like, much chatting, that's just, like, organizing stuff, so it's interesting to, like, see it as a chat room. And then I found out that you can make custom emojis. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Dalton's been going nuts with, uh... There is a nut emoji. Yeah. So I didn't even realize. It's uh, just wow. baked into my subconscious. Now. A, a nut button emoji. There's a, there's a nut button. And there's the egoism eyes emoji. There's you can use funga to to thinking emoji at anything that anyone says. Oh yeah, uh, Emu uh, Emu the artist um, at Confissory on uh, Twitter made these like really cool icons for us. Um, not for Oliver, sorry, but um, <laughs> I'm only a sometimes co-host anyway. Yeah, so. for, well, I mean, at this rate, Roger and James are also <laughs> twice in a week. I mean, twice <laughs> twice in a row. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you can get your own icon. But yeah, so we have those icons as emojis also and, and jeff stubbles as a uh a thinking, a, a thinking emoji very relevant yep. for for when people say things in that discord channel and mine's very encouraging it's two thumbs up that's yeah. true that's yeah that's good one. i've definitely already used funga think at least like half a dozen times <laughs> yeah so uh, if you are on discord or even if you're not you want to join um i think the link is pinned to our twitter page right that now that's correct yeah. yeah so you can just go to our twitter page at sf underscore evolved uh, and the discord link is right up there you can join there's like there's a lot of people there's, there's like, like 80 oh, people yeah, there's or like something close to 100 people that are in and out of the server now. yeah there's yeah. there's usually about like 30 on at a time 30 or 40 at a time and we yeah. just talk about sometimes ddr stuff all sometimes, sorts of music gaming yeah music games things and just topics whatever yeah so it's just fun if you're like just bored at work and you want to chat with us and you can ask us like you can ask me questions just at me and chat or whatever then I'll answer something if you have a question about DDR or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, join. It'll be fun. Um, what else we got? Tournament stuff? Yeah. So, this past weekend, we had the San Jose Round 1 tournament. Um, first off, 57 entrants. Yeah, it was Oh, my crazy. God. Like, that's, the, that's the largest single event tournament I've ever been to. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, this is rivaling, down. like, the heyday of DDR for me. Like... That was, you used to get, I mean, I think, what, Rocky, Rocky Mount 9 or 10 had, like, 90 people for ITG at one point? Yeah. But nothing has ever come close to that. Like, most tournaments I've seen are, like, if you can get 30 people in a, in a DDR tournament, like, you're doing pretty well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had people come from, um, from SoCal, from, like, the LA area, had people come from Sacramento, um, and, like, Roseville, there's a, um... There's a Dave and Buster's up there, so there's a whole community of people. All these people that, like, I've never met before, 
that like came and actually a few people that recognized us. Like I had this guy go, oh, are you Dalton? Like I listen to you every week, which yeah. is like, it's so weird. Out of context. That's really creepy. Yeah. Right. But it's very I mean, it was, it was very cool. I think that was uh, Jordan. So Jordan. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. T- uh, toxic Fuzz? To- toxic Fuzz. Yeah. Oh, okay, so okay. he's a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah. He's really um, nice. Yeah, all these people that, like, I've never seen play DDR before. And they did really well in the tournament. Yeah. Like, yeah. all these people that, like, P- PFCing stuff. And I'm like, who are you? Yeah. There's a lot of like, people from SoCal came up. I remember seeing some, some of these people at the Irvine tournament. And they like had a much more impressive showing up mm-hmm. here so they've been practicing a lot it sounds like yeah uh big c uh caesar yeah yeah, yeah. He, he did really got really far uh miles uh who's local here like um he he just entered our tournament like a year ago and he said he tied for last place yeah and now he made it like top 16 or something yeah exactly think, like or top 12 like yeah it's really crazy, it's crazy. all these all these people making like so much progress in such a short span, like new people that we haven't seen before. It was just like really awesome to see everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the top is still like the, the, the first place or the, the like the, yeah, the, the placed finishers are still mostly the same, but yeah. that's top eight. It's yeah. It's generally there, the same there is still, there is still a little bit of shift in there depending on like who shows up and how things go during the course of the day. Like I, half expected Stephen to get second, I think, because it was really close in second and third. Yeah. Yeah, so, so Chris ended up winning because Jeff didn't enter. I commentated instead. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I couldn't enter because my injury, but I was running around doing social media stuff, um, which was very good. Posting it was on a lot tw- of fun. Posting on Twitter a lot, which yeah, it was that was that was really exciting too. It, it was cool. We got some good got some good pictures. Yeah, and some good uh, retweets out of that. So um, it was really interesting, like seeing people's reactions like during the tournament, and we got some good feedback on the. Uh, on the commentation commentary, um, people said like it added a lot. So if if you happen to have watched the stream, like let us know what you th- think. Um, we can definitely like we know that the audio wasn't great. Yeah, um, it's hard to do like without. I don't know what the solution is, but round one is obviously like loud yeah. all the time, forever it, and ever. It, like the whole building is loud, and then you guys are sitting like fifteen Ooh. feet behind the D, like. In front of the DDR machine, with the, it was blasting at you as well the entire time. Yeah, but we were also like next to the pump machine. Yeah, yeah. so, like, so, so many sources of extra background yeah. noise. Like it's a wonder that you could be, you were consistently clearly audible at all. Yeah, well, yeah, well I mean, we were kind of like talking right into the mic, but it's. I wish there was a way that we could get the, like the, like, more more close to the like the action of the actual game, and then somehow. Like, get all the sounds around us gone while it's just, like, me and James. The headset you just got. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I don't know if that actually works. Like, we really need, like, a soundproof booth. The mic is still exposed. The mic is still exposed. That's the thing that's going to... Yeah, yeah. but, I mean, if it's tuned to be, only pick up what's right in front of your mouth. Maybe. Yeah, Yeah. so I think there's ways to work on it. Yeah. We we want to. This was definitely, like, a very first pass kind of thing, so... Yeah, we'll give it a try, but I think for what it was and, like, what we had to... We had some issues. Like, we wanted to get the line out of the machine. Screen didn't work. Yeah. Um, uh, so we ended up, I mean, we had a webcam and it was still good enough. Quality. Yeah, the webcam was actually really good quality. I'm mm-hmm. surprised. Well, like we we started off really bad and it yeah, ended up being, we just <laughs> yeah. changed the setting. I was like, oh, it's it, it's HD now. Great, so, it's great. Yeah, we we didn't think the internet could handle 1080p, but apparently it could. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, was, I mean, just in general, like the tournament was just really fun. It's it's just such a good time to like see people come out and like compete, and you get to talk to new people and meet new people. Um, I like since I didn't enter, like I still got to meet and talk to all these like new people that I hadn't seen before. It's just like a really cool experience. Yeah. And 
Um, I heard some people say, like, or at least one person in the Discord channel was like wasn't aware. Like they said something like, "Oh, well, I wouldn't have even qualified." And I was like, uh, "Everybody qualifies." Everybody qualifies. It's really it's kind of a misnomer at this point. Yeah, it's a seeding rather than a qualifying. It's, we're not a big enough tournament to actually rule people out based on the qualifier alone. So everybody gets to play at least one set. Yeah, in the tournament itself. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like. You know, if, if that's you, if you think like, oh, you know, I, I'm not even going to bother because then I won't even make it into the tournament. Like, you can just enter and you'll at least get to play one match. You'll get right? at least one match out of it. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, that's yeah. how you, like, I've spoken about this a long time like, for many episodes, but that's how you get better. Because it's really not just enough to be good at the game. You have to also know how to play under pressure and in a, like a tournament setting strategically yeah yeah and that's yeah there's also a strategy that that comes in play and you if you want to i have some thoughts that i i talked about on the commentary of like how people are picking like their card draws and how people are deciding sides and things like that and all those things fact those like are the extra sprinkles on top of like just being good at the game <laughs> yeah that's the that's the that's the ice cream center and then you have like the, the toppings on top yeah i, I mean, ice cream on the brain and we had sort of discussed like the strategy of um of choosing what song to veto so the way that the tournament worked um i think we described this a couple weeks ago but like each each match you have five songs in a specific difficulty range um and then each person gets to veto one song and then you play the remaining three um but you know there's nuances to that you know, you have to know what your opponent may be good at. It's not just, like, what you're good at. Um, and then it's also the song order. Yeah, that's what I, that's the biggest thing that I think people underrate about the card draw system is the order. It's like, if you veto the last song, it really doesn't matter if you don't get there. Like, mm-hmm. if you wouldn't have gotten there because you got 2-0'd. Yeah. So, like, what if you're really bad at the last song, you may just want to try to, like, bet on 2 0 your opponent and vetoing something... Like, that's first or second. Earlier on, yeah. Um, and I think it, we, we were actually talking, a couple of us, about someone suggested, like, what if you, you know, vetoed two songs and then randomized the order of the next three? Mm-hmm. And I actually don't like that. Um, I think, it, I mean, it could work. Yeah. But I think one thing that's really interesting about the veto system is this, you're not necessarily vetoing your worst song. You're vetoing the song you think you'll have to play that you will do Worst on, yeah, right. which is I mean, a subtle but important difference. Yeah, I, so I don't think a lot of people yeah. pick up on that. I'd also like to. So for me, like, I don't really have enough stamina to play really hard stuff in the middle of the set. So well, and you play no bar too. Leaving that aside, <laughs> like if a seventeen or eighteen comes up in the beginning of the set, even if I think I can do well on it, I I still might veto it because I don't want to lose all my energy in playing the first song and then throw the second and yeah. third. Ah, exactly. Yeah, so true. There's plenty of there's so many subtleties that come into having the five songs between two and playing the other three in order. Yeah. So I think it would be maybe less strategy if they were randomized in order afterwards. I th- I definitely think there's less strategy. Yeah. I don't think like there's definitely you're definitely taking a strategic element out. Right. So it like by definition there's less strategy, mm-hmm. though doesn't necessarily mean that more strategy is more better. Yeah, yeah. At some point you just have to be like, okay, we're gonna play our set now. Yeah, exactly. Like you could you could conjure up, and we were sort of joking about the different ways you could conjure up really really insane 
uh, rules for like the percentage of songs. Oh and, yeah. Like, oh yeah. The Levenstein difference between oh, uh, it's a good it's a good random system actually, <laughs> or something uh, with the song title or something. Yeah. Like that's just you know the song like, appearance distribution is a big thing. Yeah. 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 So to to run through um, the the rankings, I mentioned Chris one earlier. Uh, Sappy from SoCal got second. Ninja Far uh, from Fresno got third. Ty, who's um, up in Rose... I guess he plays in Roseville, I think. Something like that. Um, got fourth. Tied for fifth was Evil Dave, who came all the way from Texas. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and he... That was a really close match. Like he, There were so many close yeah, matches. At, that, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Is like There was absolutely so many matches that were decided like right at the end of... You know, somebody picks up a, a couple last... I think Steven and, and Sappy had one match that they, like, tied on. And it was because Steven picked up, like, four perfects, like, right at the end. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, Omid also tied for fifth. And then uh, Zedorux and Rad Rod tied for seventh. So that was the top eight. Um, so it was a good showing. Yeah, congrats to everyone. Um, even if you didn't place this time, I think, like we were saying, there are definitely people who were at in the very bottom echelon of things and ended up in like top 16 i think when you look at someone like rod who went from well he actually had a really good showing at irvine but for a while i like he wasn't even on my radar of like people to look out for in a tournament and yet finishing top eight no i mean he got like 12 on flower challenge yeah which is insane yeah Yeah. like in a tournament too like he was it seemed like he was that's really he was like very consistent too yeah he was turning up yeah, I, I remember him playing in the summer tournament, and I was like not super impressed with his performance there. So he's like, in the last six months, he's gotten to this level. Yeah. So there's a lot that like, oh, like focus practice is really paying off for him. I think like it's yeah. it's paying off for Miles as well from going from last up to top sixteen. Like yeah. So you definitely have to start somewhere. Like you got to enter your first tournament and do poorly, but. Mm-hmm. Then and, I it's, mean, up, it's all uphill from there. Yeah, I mean, so. like, look at Miles. Like we said, he got, uh, you know, tied for last place a year ago, and now he's uh, top 16, I think. Like, that's crazy. So. Nothing happens That's what overnight. we call an improvement. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it's like, I think it's easy to get discouraged. Um, and it's not, like, it's not just about, like, you can't think about, like, the localized, like, this one tournament, like, because there's going to be more. And oh yeah! Like the yeah. first step at being good at to being good at something is being bad at it, and tournaments are no exception to that rule. You have to learn how to be in that setting. Yeah, um, I mean, and it's just it's it's a good sort of like skill marker, and sort of like something to look forward to and strive to, like to motivate yourself to to practice a little bit more, to like go outside your comfort mm-hmm. zone, um, and like practice things that you might not other. I mean, we saw people veto stuff in card draw because they didn't know the chart. Yeah, and that's, like, that's the lowest hanging fruit. Like, I think, um, like, you have, like, even if you're not that, like, great at the game, knowing every chart immediately puts you ahead of some of the top players. Like, yeah, because <laughs> if, if you have to just veto a song because you absolutely don't know it, like you're not vetoing strategically. Like, you don't have the option to veto strategically. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're vetoing, like, just to save your ass. Yeah. And I think, like, I mean, we saw, like, people didn't know Pluto Expert. Yeah. Um, people didn't know, well, Pluto I say people, Pluto. Sappy. Pluto. Sappy. <laughs> Sappy kept getting, like, Pluto and Pluto the first yeah. random on him or picked on him. And, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just, like, it's it's, obviously, he still did very well, but... You know, um, he didn't know Pluto and Pluto the First, and they came up in a random, and then 
the finals between him and Chris was like a each player picked two songs, and then if there were more songs that were needed, there was there was a card draw for uh, the future songs. And Chris knew that he didn't know Pluto and Pluto the First based on earlier, so he picked exactly those two songs against Sappy. And it's like that's one thing that happens in tournaments sometimes, and it's kind of unfortunate. Is if you show a weakness, you can be exploited really easily. Yeah, and. That happens. That happened to me for any drill songs. Like as soon as someone figured out that I was bad at strike beam in a, in an ITG tournament, everyone in the future rounds picked it on me. Yeah, I uh, there was a tournament I went to at uh, Lake Forest Nickel Nickel um, down in like LA San Diego area, and this kid from um, Madeira from Merced went with us, um, and he was like he went by Little D, Little David, and he was like really short. And so he couldn't do, like, stamina stuff. And, like, Uber Rave was in the tournament. And, like, he just couldn't do it. Like, his body wouldn't let him. <laughs> and so, like, everybody just picked it on him. Because it was, you know, in the days of, like, pick-pick tournaments. Yeah. Right. And there was no rule in place saying, like, you can't have a song picked on you more than once or whatever. Yeah. Which, that, you you really can't have a tournament like that. Yeah. It's really hard to run a tournament like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, it kind of sucks, but... It's a reason to learn everything. Yeah, I mean, yes. my, my point here was in favor of learning everything because then no one, like, you can get things, like, if there is some sort of picking involved, then you can get, um, like, if you don't show an obvious weakness, like not knowing a gimmicky song, then you that can't be used against you. And uh, it's less relevant for card draw since it's mostly random, but um, it, it can happen. Like, I've definitely been like in, in the later matches and tournaments i've looked at you know the card draw and been like oh i just know that this person's bad at this and so it's hard to like but you gotta shore up weaknesses and right. usually weaknesses are where you find your biggest gains like it's very easy to play a song you know and increase your score by three perfects but it's much harder but also much more rewarding when you take a score your a song you absolutely don't know and you passed it with a 700k and then you you know, learn the chart and you bring it up to 950 or something. Like, right. that's a much more substantial improvement. Sometimes it doesn't feel as nice as getting a PSC or something, but it's especially important in a tournament setting. Yeah, and there was another tournament last weekend too, uh, Guac 2, which we, we uh, promoted a, f- a few times. Um, so that was on the East Coast over in Massachusetts. Um, so it was our, a DDR 2014 tournament. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, so our friend 9Volt won. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, <laughs> David. Um Got first place, followed by ICDNH, which sounds sort of familiar. That's, that's very... Is insert creative duplicate name here? Could be. Uh, third was uh, not Alex Andrade, who I think is Alex Andrade. Hmm. Uh, and then Nick St. Pierre got fourth. Um, so they kind of did an interesting format that we sort of talked about, where they sort of have like a gauntlet-style Final Four. Um so, I've seen that happen a lot. Yeah, so we had discussed the possibility of doing something like that in the future. So what do you like? What do you think the the pros and cons? Well, of, first of all, can you describe it for me because I'm not super they, familiar with they, that format. I believe they had um, like four four songs. I'm not sure how the songs yeah. were. were so I'm I'm pretty sure I know how this works. There's a co- a lot of the East Coast tournaments have been doing this for top four. Okay. So basically, you run a, a standard bracket up until top four. And then when you get to top four, so the like two people in winners and two people in losers left, then you bring them all together for like each player picks a song, mm-hmm. and then each player plays all four songs, and your relative rank 
is used to determine how many points you get. Yeah. Well, so, you so, might care. so this one looks like it was actually even top eight had a set of three songs, and they were oh, all they were all expert fourteens. Uh, so the top eight was Healing Division, Keep On Moving, uh, the Wanko remix, and Sakura Sunrise. Interesting. Um, and then it went on to top four, and it was actually Cumulative EX score. Oh, this oh, Ooh, so it's different. So it's like uh, like KAC. Yeah, I was going to say it sounds very KAC, which yeah, is bad. Yeah, so <laughs> so 9-volt won by 34 points. Wow, that's or, a lot. Or, or 20. At, at like, pretty like, small. It was 7,241 to 7,217. Wow. So it was like a very small That's margin. a small difference, yeah. 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 Um, so, I mean, there's, you know, different ways of doing it, but... I mean, yeah, that's something I've, I've been interested in, think, like, I've been thinking about a little bit in terms of tournament stuff, because San Jose did do something different this time with this, like, hybrid picking card draw thing in the finals. Mm-hmm. So, like, each player got to pick two songs, and then if it were to go, it didn't, and Chris ended up 4 owing Sappy, so it didn't matter, but had... Sappy won his picks or something, we would have gone to like more random songs. Um, I mean, it might even be interesting to alternate like player one pick, random song, player two pick, random song, player one pick, random song. Yeah. Sort of. I don't know. Like at first glance, like it just seems like it's the middle ground between like two good options. You should just pick one of the other, like one of the good options. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think that you gain anything really by combining the two because you have things like, um, like, you could do a match rules kind of thing. So match rules being uh, each player picks a song until someone's up by, like, two or three, depending on... Um, How you want to do it. Like, because someone's coming from losers and someone's coming from winners. Um, so typically, like, the person from winners only needs to win by two. And the person from losers has to win by three. Yeah, that's true. And so you're picking... Well, that that's really interesting, especially from a spectator perspective, because you're seeing people's best songs... Like, you know, Chris is going to pick Egoism yeah. 440 Challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, it, but it also can be not as interesting because if you're playing against some, like if you're playing against Chris on Egoism, you have really no incentive to do that well. You're just going to like fail the song and wait, like give him the win and then move on to your pick and try. At least that's how I would do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to I mean, try. So, so we had discussed the possibility of still using card draw, like potentially drawing eight songs between top four players and have each person veto one, something like that. Um, yeah, like, so, so there's lots of possibilities. Yeah, so that, mm-hmm. that's one thing we were, like, I, I think there's one interesting thing that can happen, like, I like there's a there's a chance of this, where you give people in winners uh, a slight advantage by something like a veto or... A protect. Yeah, or, or yeah, that, a protect, that's yeah. what we're thinking of. So, like, you know, if you come from winners then you have the advantage that you get to protect a song, and when you protect a song, it cannot be vetoed by anyone else. Mm-hmm. And so if, if the card draw comes up and you're solid as a song, you like, you know, I want that in. And then, because one thing that always kind of rubs me the wrong way is when there's like a, like an amalgamation step, you know, for lack of, it's not, that's not a good yeah. word. But, <laughs> um, basically like bringing people from, like people who got knocked into losers are now on equal footing with people that came from winners. Yeah, so you have to give the winners yeah. some sort of advantage. Reward for having not lost any matches. Yeah, you don't you don't have to. Like we well, like I mean, the gauntlet stuff is like fine. But to, to make it more fair. Yeah, right. exactly. I yeah. um so I like I like I was like I'm just sort of like scheming about what might be cool in that scenario. And I think the song protects is like because it's not like overtly OP. Mm. It's just like a nice to have. You know, you could still do well if you come from losers and you, like, rock it on the set. 
Yeah. But it might be harder if you're if someone is guaranteed a song that they that are they're good at. They're good at. Right. Yeah. So I like something like that. I that think seems like it would be a pretty interesting format to run. Yeah. We, I mean, we could run some simulations. Yeah. We, we, we get get, yeah. get four people together, card draw, and, and like, you know, run like, hey, this is what I would do and kind of figure out how it ends up. I mean, you don't even have to play the songs, but just to see what songs you might end up with. Yeah. Um, based on those players. Yeah. yeah. I want to have, um, I wrote a card draw application that a lot of people use in tournaments and I want to. Like, I'm making improvements to it slowly, but surely I'll actually have some time next week while I'm off work for Thanksgiving to uh, to make some improvements to it. And I want to add that, like, it'd be cool to have, like, song protects built in um, and kind of a more, like, varied, just, like, more things you can toggle on and off so that it's, right. um, like, customized to whatever you want to do. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and that's, like, a good resource even if you're not uh, competing. Yeah. Just to, like, give oh, yourself, yeah. like, just random five songs and... Play or random four songs or three songs or whatever you want to do, and just play those songs in a row. And because if you are told by a computer about what songs you should play, it's a lot easier than like going through the song list yourself and like picking out a song because you're just gonna be like, I don't really want to play. Uh, what would you want to play? Pluto. <laughs> yeah, I would actually. I like Pluto. That's, yeah. that's from my time. Yeah. So that's true. Um, I made my own chart to Pluto. And oh. I, took out, I took out all the stops. Oh God. <laughs> Kept the yeah. BPM changes. Most but it is, it is good for like making yourself play stuff that you wouldn't normally and also getting yourself in that tournament mindset. Yeah. If that's the kind of thing you're trying to get towards the... Because you can definitely play the game without ever thinking about tournaments. But if you want to play in tournaments, you, you have to practice for the tournament setting. I also want to do a... Uh, like I think... Because we, we, standard tournaments are run with like a... NCAA style double elimination bracket where you know you just pair up two people and have them go uh, against each other. I've played in tournaments that I think it'd be cool to do something like this. This is a little bit too random, mm-hmm. but there is like a gauntlet style that exists where everyone puts a song in a hat mm. and then you draw uh, yeah. three. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then everyone plays everyone in that round plays those songs. Yeah. It's hard because if you get one of your songs, you're like really, really happy. Yeah. Um kind of like Idola, which was kind of skewed because of that. But um, one, th- like you could also have, if you like it, let's say that I was, I wanted to commentate another tournament and I, or I just wanted to run it and say like, okay, I'm actually going to decide the gauntlet sets. Mm. So like no one can influence me. I'm not entering. So there's no conflict of interest, but like, I'm just gonna, like every set is going to have like a straightforward song, a like pretty technical song and like something really gimmicky or mm-hmm. really out there. Mm-hmm. And like. You're just gonna have to be prepared for whatever I'm. I got, I got I mean, brewing up in the that, brain. That's hard to like remain biased, especially when you're you like know so many people. Like it, it would be very hard to not think like I'm gonna pick this song and this person's not good at this song. Yeah, but I'm too evil. Like <laughs> I just want to like I want to like ruin everyone's day, not just I'll one specific person. Time. Yeah. So well, I'm gonna throw in stuff that like I mean, no one actually wants to play. <laughs> I mean, invariably, it's not possible to remain completely right but in practice yeah but that's yeah. like that's one of the things is like tour- that's why i think we just need more tournaments because right. it lets you try out wackier things like i think there's been a resistance and like rightfully so in a lot of ways of like trying out strange qualifiers or changing up the rules a little bit like you know should we do song protect should we not and it's like if we just had more tournaments we'd be able to experiment a lot more and come to a consensus on, like, this is kind of the standard format, and then you can kind of deviate. Like, you think about, like, I'm I'm a pinball player now. 
there are split flipper tournaments where you and a friend each grab <laughs> one oh my button. God. I mean, there used to be gimmicky tournaments like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but like... Yeah. There still are sometimes. Yeah. Well, but yeah. It's just like, I think a lot of tournament stuff is like kind of overloaded right now where it's like it has to be this like intensely competitive like super non-biased like and i'm not saying those things are bad like i think that should exist and that right. should be the hallmark of tournaments but it would be fun to have a jeff's evil tournament yeah like, well, we had the extreme plus tournament yeah i, I was just extreme thinking plus about the extreme tournament. plus tournament oh my god that's hilarious yeah. that was the wildest yeah. oh my goodness and, and those sort of things like you don't take as seriously yeah, like, but it's, it's still fun. It's just it's, it's just fun. I had I had so much fun in that tournament. Like, yeah. So so wait, I just want to describe. Please please plus. describe this because it's great. So I think this is how I ran it, right? So I have an extreme okay. plus kit. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's been a while, but it's, it's been a while. Um, I think like the first couple rounds were plus zero percent speed. That's correct. And then the next, like the intermediate you, you, rounds. Okay, sorry, you have to back up. You have yeah, to yeah, explain okay. what okay. extreme okay. plus okay. is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So Extreme Plus is... Man, we should have a whole episode on the bootleg mixes. Oh, no. Um, there's an, a bootleg of Extreme called Extreme Plus. I'm not going to go into the details too much because I actually now want to have a tap episode where we talk about all the ridiculous things that are in Extreme Plus. But one thing it lets you do is uh, it replaces the freeze arrow instruction screen when you're like picking... So you pick uh, style difficulty and then there's like a freeze arrow thing that comes in and it's like hey like here's how freeze arrows work they replace that with a screen that lets you press like the green button for plus zero percent speed the left button for plus ten percent and the right button for plus twenty percent so it's like rate, it's, it's rate mods it's yeah. basically rate mods but they like they're they overclock the like the processor on the ddr board to make this happen and actually all songs are they they also got like the the crystal wrong. It's running at the wrong megahertz anyway for zero percent speed. So it's actually two percent, twelve percent, and twenty-two <laughs> percent. They like God. they didn't do the math right. I they like rounded. I don't, I don't remember that part of it at all. It's like thirty-five point four five is like the thing, like megahertz or whatever sure. it is. Okay. Is the D, is like normal five seven three, like clock rate. All right. All and right. they the ones in extreme plus are thirty-six, thirty-eight, and forty. Oh my god. Yeah, so they just rounded, because I guess that's easier yeah. or something. Anyway, that's I held a tournament where later matches ran on higher speeds. Yeah. So not only was there, like, a card draw, but, like, you had to think about, like, okay, here's, like, Senorita Speedy Mix. But it's actually going to be Senorita Speedier Mix. <laughs> I, I had to play Can't Stop Falling in Love Speed Mix on, I think it was only 1.1. like Just well, 10%? Just 10, It might have... I don't know if it was late enough to be two, but even with 10%, like adding 17 BPM to that, it's yeah. like what, 170? What's what's 187, yeah. It's yeah. actually more like 190 when they, yeah. With, right. the, with the things, yeah. So like doing those jacks, yeah. like that much faster yeah. is ridiculous. It's really, it's I should bring that back. We should, I, I want to do another one of those. That sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I it's think, just, yeah, my highlight during that tournament was probably uh, playing Daikinkai on plus 20% and getting a C. <laughs> <laughs> Like you do, because I guess I was I was like I don't even I need to get a C on Dyke and Kylie. I don't care if I win this match. Like this is the more important thing right now. Do oh, it for do but, it for. Oh my god, Dyke and Kai is so fast at twenty percent. Do it for the meme. So like those tournaments, like they're not like we don't have to say like if you win that you're the best player ever or something, but just they're fun and they 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 do give you some exposure in sort of a low lower pressure environment. And for like I mean I think that's a little bit on the wacky side, but like. There are just ways that I think we could have more um, variety. Like, because there's lots of things that just aren't better or worse. They're just different. Yeah. And that's good. We should test out how things are different and, ex like, 
you know, be able to kind of say, oh, this was fun because it was different than what I'm expect than what I expected, or like I had to come, I had to prepare for it in a different way. I mean, that's why I I really like sight read tournaments. Yeah, like the oh, yeah. the only tournament I've ever won was a sight read tournament, which was. That's break, right? It, no, it was at uh, Fun and Games. Oh, Fun and Games, In New right. Jersey, where hey. my mom took me to New Jersey because she wanted to go to a Clay Aiken concert. As you <laughs> do. So she went to her Clay Aiken concert, and I went and played in a ITG tournament. And, and I, who probably had more fun? Clay Aiken. <laughs> yeah, right. Clay Aiken shows up to the DDR tournament. Oh yeah, I mean, so that was one of Jimbo's sight read tournaments. But, like, I've always liked sight read tournaments. Yeah, they're fun. Because they're, they're, it's just a whole different game it's like oh actually i'm really i'm thinking of a, a new tournament format that might be cool you know how so I'm like one of the things i've always compared site tournaments to limited in something like magic the gathering or sealed where basically like in a in a sealed format maybe it's not limited it's actually sealed i forget the terminology but you basically get like six packs and you open them and you have to make a deck with those with like you can use lands and stuff but like the cards that you open are the only ones that you're allowed to bring to the tournament and so it's cool because, like, for someone like me who likes the game but doesn't play it actively, it's and like collects the cards. It's nice to like, oh, I'm on the same like I'm on sort of equal footing compared to everyone else. Someone else might open a really OP card, but um, like we're all kind of like playing with like shittier cards that don't cost like seventy five dollars a pop, and you need four of them. <laughs> um, but there's also modern and like standard formats which use like some some of them only use the last couple years of cards. Wouldn't it be interesting to only use the last couple of years of songs? Mm, like you know, be, like you have that a would be very in- yeah. You have a whole t- like we we our tournaments are like legacy in yeah. ma- in Magic where everything goes. Yeah, you can get paranoia remit like or just the original paranoia yeah. randomed. But what if you just do like Ace twenty fourteen and twenty thirteen? Yeah, like that would change up a lot of things. You yeah. wouldn't have to practice a lot of songs. Certainly would, or you might if you haven't been keeping up. Yeah, yeah, that's well, true. yeah. Well, like you wouldn't some like people. Some people would step out of their box a little bit more though, and stop playing all the the familiar things that they played last decade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's kind of like oh, yeah, yeah. like now I want to do that. Yeah, let's move into the new decade, okay? Wow. Ooh. But if it was the last three years, then uh, sorry, new decades out. Oh, <laughs> extra rip. Oh, new generation. Oh, uh, this the, new the, century. <laughs> the one that's yeah. not by soda that nobody remembers. No, I I remember it and then promptly forget it because I don't want to. It, it's that. a BSGS. Be a big stupid guitar song. That's right. I explained what big stupid guitar songs are on commentary. That's what you're missing if you didn't watch the SF Evolved Round One San Jose tournament commentary. So we want to move on to some news. Uh oh yeah. Well, we forgot about it. we usually do news in the beginning. That's okay. Kind of did. We kind of did news because we had like the tournaments that had results and yes. And so yeah. we, we've been over a little bit. It of was news. extended news. Extended yeah. news. Um, we have so uh, Fifems like actually played. DDR, which he, he doesn't live near That's a DDR the news. machine. That's the news. Yeah, well, that, that would be news. <laughs> Basically, played. anytime he plays, something cool happens. So, yes. But um, a lot of people are confused about why he doesn't play a lot. He doesn't live near a machine, apparently. Mm-hmm. But he went to a machine, played, got a 970k on Endemion Challenge with only one miss. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, like insane. Four, four, insane. four goods, and it was one like, miss. Yeah. Yeah. I, what was what was the combo that he had? It was like over six hundred. Yeah, like he got he had, through, he had way over seven hundred. He yeah. got through like the twenty fourth foot yep. switchy section. Yeah, I just can't even comprehend yet. And yep. And uh, but remember, nine fifty k plus on Endemion gets you one lower on the Ace for Aces chart. Mm-hmm. So Ace for Aces expert Ooh. was revealed slightly, yeah. sort of <laughs> like what eight nine steps. Yeah, he uh, it's. 
it follows the, like the piano melody in the beginning, and it's so right now we so Ace for Aces is weird because it has different skeletons, different BPM. Be, what were people calling it? Not, I, I call it beat maps. Beat maps sounds like an Osu thing. BPM maps. What do I call it? Is there a word for that? I call it skeleton, like a chart Skel- skeleton. Skeleton is, I'm, oh, like, I would probably just call it skeleton, honestly. Okay. In any case. Yeah, so timing data. We, yes. We, uh, so it's, it scrolls at 100 BPM. That's all we saw so far. So it starts off like, uh, like the difficult does. Whether or not it's the same as the difficult, we don't know yet because we haven't gotten far enough. Mm-hmm. But we, I say we, as if I can pass in Demion Challenge. <laughs> um... But when when Fafems gets through more of it, we will see if it uh, deviates from the difficult at all. Mm-hmm. Um, predictions? I mean, we know it's a 15. Yeah. Because that was revealed when... I mean, I just don't know how you're going to make that song a 15, or a good 15 anyway. So I predict it'll be a bad 15. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just think it's because it's... Uh, well, Oliver, what do you think? I... I, I see no reason why they wouldn't change the timing data a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, what's so we have difficult, we have basic, which they flattened everything out, right? It's a flat 200. Yeah. yeah. So there's no reason why they couldn't make it a little bit more exciting for the 15. So you're saying it's 400 BPM. I'm going to I'm gonna throw that out there. I think there's a 400 BPM section in there somewhere. I don't think it belongs there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it may not be right. I, 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 I wouldn't put one in myself. In fact, I wouldn't even step the song, but yeah, I same. mean, I, and then, I, I, mean think, even, I think they'll pull some, they'll pull some more strings. And then even if the stops at the end could be different. Oh yeah. Oh God. Wouldn't that there, there is a okay? So there is a potential because this happens in other games like 2DX or Poppin, where the music itself changes from difficulty to difficulty. Oh. Just because we haven't like we hadn't seen timing data change before, that has happened in a couple. Like there's a Poppin song called uh, Oh God, the name's gonna escape me right now. It, the EX chart is a 49. Um, it's like Metallic Opera or something. I forget the actual title of it, but. The hyper chart runs at half BPM, but the music is the same. So when the timing data on Ace for Aces changed suddenly between difficult and basic, DDR players are like, oh my god, this is something totally new. But people who have played other Bimani games are like, yeah, this is old news. Or even Pump, I mean. Yeah, even Pump has Mexi. lots. Oh, gosh. That was like the I remember that they just scrolled to like 280 BPM for some stupid reason. <laughs> yeah. On the, on the, the crazy nightmare. That seems like a nightmare. mistake almost. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Mexi Mexi doesn't belong to 280. Yeah. But so, wait, um, so you were saying something about different songs, different music as but well as so. How does how does that work in a two player game? Like so, in a two player game, you're usually forced on the same difficulty. So, but you're not in two DX anymore. You used to no. Be. You 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 are still forced to play the same difficulty on a song. So, for example, Noi, which is from Poppin originally, but now moved to a two DX, has a different music file on the normal hyper and other difficulties, but. If you're going to play it with two people, you are forced to pick the same difficulty. Oh, so it's only on songs? Only on songs like that. that. Oh. If you play anything else where it's the same music between slots, mm-hmm. of, of chart slots, then you can play different difficulties and the game doesn't care. Gotcha. Okay. So, so something probably behind the scenes setting all that up. Right. Yeah. So it's not unprecedented for it's not you to be forced to pick the same difficulty as the person to your left or right. Right. Okay. That would be also new in DDR, mm-hmm. I think. Right. No, I guess, I mean, challenge, if you get count challenge is like... Yeah, it's true. Challenge only things. But, but So I'm saying that the stops at the end could be different. Because the music If the music be. is different. That'd be interesting. 
like we just we just don't know a lot like now that they've really kind of turned the game upside down for this song we don't really know what could happen yeah i so i'm gonna make a bold prediction that okay. i think you're right about the i think the skeleton is going to be different for the the expert mm-hmm. i don't think the music is going to be different because we know that the basic and the difficult music are the same yeah. So, so I don't think I think if they were to change the music as well, they there would be a, some slight variation in the basic and the difficult. I think you're right about that. Yeah. But I mean, it's very possible that the stops at the end are Yeah, I mean they could cuz the difficult like omits a little bit. Yeah. So I think I I definitely think that's possible. It, I don't think they're going to change be on the like, song. It would be on like every step yeah. sort of thing. So yeah, it might be like just kind of like a film section yeah. where it's just like it looks like a stream of notes. And then oh, it's just dun 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 I think that's like that's probably the most Yeah, because I mean they they have to assume that people like memorized it on difficult that they're going to or at least you know how the stops go on difficult that to screw people up on expert, yeah, they would change it up. Yeah. I I would assume so, yes. Yeah. But We'll see. Maybe. I don't know. I honestly don't think that we're gonna see the end of Ace Races until the new version comes out, or they just release it. Because right. uh, Fafems doesn't really, like, he doesn't play that often, and Chris doesn't want to play Endemion Challenge all the time, um, and I, I don't play him. I can't imagine why. Yeah. Um, and there's really no one else who can pass Endemion on Life 4 and also get a 950k+. plus. So, I'm thinking we, we it's going to... waiting for a while. I yeah. think we're just going to see it when it comes out. I think we need to light a fire under Chris's butt. <laughs> Um, Wait, he might enter himself again. I don't know if we want that. <laughs> oh, that's true. My butt's hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, episode title. <laughs> Chris's butt is hot. Well, oh, that's a whole that, different that's story. All, that's, I, different. I, I, that's a different I'm, connotation. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not denying that. <laughs> that's spicy. Well, now that we've uh, made this show R-rated and lost our rating <laughs> on, uh, on iTunes for being uh, kid-friendly. Oh, speaking of which, yeah, rate us on iTunes. Oh, like, we, like, can you do that? Yeah, you can rate on iTunes and, um, like, leave reviews. Oh, cool. Which helps with, like, podcast rankings and things and, like, SEO. Oh, yeah, we're going to be number one. Yeah, totally, definitely. Yeah, there's, like, like the the 300 people that listen to this show will definitely get past Mavim Bam and everything else. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. And and car car talk reruns. Oh, Oh, I love car talk, though. I don't even have... I, I mean, I have a car, but I don't even... One of the guys I, died, I so now they just have reruns. Oh. Well, that's sad, but they're also hilarious. They should just do like what we do and just cycle people in and out. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they can cycle the dead guy back. Oh, did we not mention uh, Roger and James died? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> they're still here. They uh, they went to a better place, and by that I mean like Hawaii and yeah, somewhere else. Yeah, Roger's going to. Oh, so speaking of which, next week. Uh, it's Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, we're not going to be doing a show. Yeah, we're not going to have an episode next week. Um, we're going to be stuffed full of turkey and unable to move. Well, and I will also be in Fresno and unable to move. Right. So. <laughs> For totally <laughs> different <laughs> What are you doing in Fresno? Yep. Um, so don't look for a show next week. Yep. Sorry. Listen to this one twice. I mean, you can go back and listen to or like watch one of the, the live shows. Or watch the commentary from the San Jose. Channel. Oh, there we go. That's your homework. Yeah. Watch all like ten hours of it. It's yeah. about equivalent. Yeah, you know. It's only like five hours. So uh, we got some questions. Let's do questions. Who's got the questions? It, it, Who's somebody, got, somebody's got the questions. Somebody's got the somebody, chalk. The chalk. Somebody the chalk, has chalk questions. Um, I have questions too. <laughs> I have lots of questions. <laughs> lots. I have so many questions. Oh, here, perfect for you, Jeff. 
What? How does one simply get good at runs and drills? <laughs> if I knew, uh, I'd tell you. This is, uh, Christian uh, Badola. It's probably pronounced not as white as I just said it, but uh, for some reason I struggle with certain runs with 16th notes. Some runs I struggle with include the ones in Air Heroes and Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, so Unbelievable and Air Heroes are both hard because they have like what we call candle runs, which are a pattern that's like up, left, down, or up, right, down, um, or the mirror of that. Um, and those are just like you have to do a lot of extra work to get from the top side of the pad to the bottom side of the pad. You're using both your toe and your heel. Mm-hmm. So it p- part of it could be form where like if you're on your toes, then yeah, you actually have a, a, a huge distance to cross between the like the up arrow with your toes and the down arrow with your toes. So playing more of a flat footed way might help. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, it's uh, it's hard to like give specific advice. Um, I mean, we would say kind of like if you if you sort of like lower your body a little bit too. Yeah, like like I sort of for for especially runs for like in unbelievable, I sort of like my my torso kind of goes down a little bit, and like I put more weight on the bar. Depends on if you're a bar player or not. Um, But if you do use the bar, which you should, um, like adding more weight. (laughs) Oliver's Oliver's giving me the stink eye. Um, Putting more weight on the bar kind of lets you move your legs more independently of the rest of your body, um, which can help you sort of like keep the right momentum and uh, not waste too much energy. So like it takes a lot of energy for like a brief moment, um, but it enables you to actually hit the arrows, which is important. And drills are a problem for a lot of people because it's it like oddly enough, people you would think like, oh, it's just on two arrows. Like I can do that. Nope. But it's like, it's a lot harder to keep, the rhythm on just two arrows. Uh, you, you don't rest- have like a like a nice place for you to go next. Like it's kind of just continual. At least for me, that's the problem. Yeah, it's it's weird repeating. Like if you do any motion like re- repetitively, like a bunch of time, like it's it's hard to keep doing it. Whereas if you if you're moving more and doing different things, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like control over a small amount of motion is different from control over a large amount of motion. Exactly, and relatively yeah. small and large. Yeah. yeah, going back to the kennel runs for a second, I think even when I do play without bar, my torso does lower. Okay, to give my legs a little bit more ability to like bend and shuffle between the the front and the back of the arrow. Mm-hmm. Like it's the like, start. are you lowering your center of mass? Is that the idea behind bit, it? Yeah. I think it, because if if the if the chart is not as intense, then my legs are straighter. Right. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't, it's like, so it's not like I play without bar all the time. Like I will play ITG with bar. So yeah, yeah. And, I'm just thinking in my head of like, is the center of mass thing like the reason behind right. me kind of going down lower? It's yeah. definitely like taking your weight off of your legs a little bit to be able to move them faster yeah. is going to be a large part of that. Yeah. Interesting. Um, we got another one from uh, Zephyr101 here. Says if and uh, might have addressed this before, but we got Oliver here. So if you could bring back any song uh, from any DDR mix, what would it be? They're all looking at me, and I'm like, I don't. Not a lot of songs have been removed since I started playing. But you went back and played Extreme a little bit. You know some Extreme I, songs. I, I mean, cartoon, cartoon Heroes is the answer here. I honestly, I might say Cartoon Heroes just because it's like a great blend of challenging and just like a really fun song and chart. Like, and like everyone knows it. Yeah. Like yeah. I was thinking like Angelus is is something I would love to see back. 
I would love to see Angelus back too, I think. I don't have nearly the emotional attachment to cartoon heroes that everybody does, so yeah. I don't think of it. I mean, I miss like hero like speedy mix oh like the kcp discotheque yeah whatever that one was that one was pretty nice da, da, da. Da, da. You you my i do i do miss like the the upbeat phase of ddr I, I like oh, honest, star. honestly just all of fifth mix <laughs> like <laughs> we just need ddr like what like so 2013 was versus second no X3 was versus second mix. It's like count up until we get to we're all, we are like oh, ace that's for, well, we're, we're ace versus fourth mix. Okay. Which is fine with like I also will take most of fourth mix. Yeah. So um, yeah, DDR base just needs to be versus fifth mix. That'd be amazing. What if that's the reason it's taking a while? They yeah, have to bring back all those re- licenses. Re-license they, Moonlight oh Shadow. They have to relicense Eat You Up by whoever that is. <laughs> they might be dead by now. Who knows? Uh, Conga Feelin. Oh, oh hell yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, like, like it, I just it, want Shooting Star back. It, like any time I play Fifth Mix, I have to play Conga Feelin Double. It is oh. like one of the best. It's a charts. salsa chart. It, it is like you're like literally salsing. Yeah, like, it's playing, really good. It's it's so good. But you also have or to play con- no congaing probably is yeah. the correct term for it. You have to play no limit double. Also very good. Because oh my god, that's like my favorite double chart besides Himawari Sunset, which I really love. Which is No Limits by Two Unlimited. Yes. Which who also does I think y'all ready for this? Oh, they do a lot of stuff, but they did Twilight Zone. Yeah, but like I didn't and... realize it was like Oh yeah, it's, yeah they're, it's, they're... it's like it's like the basketball song. Yo, ready for this? Oh, they probably do that. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, oh, that's by the same people as No Limit. And they do tribal dance. I learned something about basketball today. <laughs> <laughs> We're a very informative podcast. <laughs> Cover all the sports. All the sports, not just the E ones. <laughs> uh, okay, we got some more questions. My phone will cooperate. 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 Um, uh, David, who ran the tournament. Uh, David Hua, Azurian Rex on Twitter, asks, What keeps you motivated? I want to be the very best like no one ever was. <laughs> Fair. I think my like my friends keep me motivated. Like Aw. <laughs> yeah. I I it's it's so frustrating that like I can't play recently. Like I keep seeing people's scores on Twitter and like in the people were talking about stuff in the Discord channel. And I'm like, man, I really want to play. Like, I see these people, like, play more 17s. I'm like, man, I want to go turn up on some 17s. Like, this this game would be completely different playing just by yourself. Like, oh, yeah. And not having the, like, online community. Well, that's how we that's, were playing for a long time. Yeah, I, I, totally I, well, true. yeah, people had, like, more local communities then. But I think the reason why people got so much better was because there is an online community. So Because people were motivated by more people like you're not living in like your little bubble yeah you're not setting your own goals and reaching them and never realizing that you could be setting higher goals or yeah i mean you don't have like a state-of-the-art as it were yeah i mean i remember these people came to fresno from like one of the outlying cities and they saw us play uh like max 300 and somebody got like an a on max 300 or double a maybe and they're like oh wow what it's like we can like barely pass it like and they, like, just, I mean, it was really early internet days, probably, even, that they just had no context outside mm-hmm. of the game, so. Yeah. What keeps you motivated? Oh. What keeps me motivated? Memes. I mean, it doesn't <laughs> have to be just for DDR, but for, like, for, I mean, even for, for yeah. 2DX. I, I do, I do really enjoy the sense of, like, granular personal accomplishment that I can get from, like, upping my scores on songs gradually, or passing new stuff, or, like, getting that, getting that fresh new PSC. And I think it, like I, I would balance that with the friends that I've made along the way. 
Because, I mean, it's really cheesy, but they are really good friends. So I think it counts, I think it counts for a lot. It's definitely not... If it, if, it was, if it was a game that I was playing all by myself with no contact with the outside world, I would get bored very easily. And I probably would just quit the game and continue listening to the music, but not play the game very much. I do love the music. Yeah. The music is one of the things that got me to stay with the game. But Music in the rhythm. Yes. Music in the rhythm. The music, the rhythm, and the music in the rhythm. <laughs> uh, Rhythms I think, inside. I think that's what we got. For, uh, oh, we had one more about... Uh, I mean, sort of just a more general topic. Maybe we can... Yeah, we'll talk about it later. The rating system. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were, that's we, we ended up talking about the tournament stuff for a long time. Yeah, we had like so a nice we'll come back. discussion about yeah, we Yeah, we'll talk about the rating system uh another time we have lots we have lots of ideas to talk about but in the discord channel if you go there and you have any ideas of uh stuff you want us to talk about or anything like ask us questions for the the next tap show feel free to hit us up yeah and Um, moving on to tap set of the week so let's talk about tap set of the week so i think we should go over last week's players of the do we have a name for the people who play taps out of the week yet or should we just tappers tappers Tapper. <laughs> the, the tappers they gotta be that, tappers that's, right that's the name of our fans the, tappers? The tappers. that's our fan group oh that's, that's yeah tappers. we got it well yeah we'll totally do that all right so we'll, I've, we'll I've, make t-shirts <laughs> <laughs> so here are the tappers from last week and what was the set that they had to play um la libertad la libertad was in there uh, you uh, are star and then brinkar and then brinkar yeah so it was wild. And actually, first uh, Elaine just sent me her set of the week. Oh, Ooh. so like she's literally, like, literally right at nine the at nine thirty at, at nine o'clock. Okay, while we were recording, but yes. Uh, so shoutouts to Elaine first for getting for sending in a very late submission. But <laughs> late submissions are all always welcome. There's and no real deadline. We'll do yeah. it live. Just play the set for God's sake. Like it's a good set. Like actually, I really like this week. I didn't get a chance to play it because I haven't had time, but. God, I wish. I like playing them Brinkar and double is just like like okay hand emoji. <laughs> He's doing so, it now. Yes. So anyhow, we have. Uh, I'm just gonna read Twitter handles. Um, you can you can look them up at your leisure. We have uh, Renatalus, and we have uh, Jeffro Sledger, and we have Lao Loser, uh, Alessandro T underscore B, <laughs> ATB, ATB, um, Zephyr 101, who I believe asked the question earlier. Yeah. Uh, Roger Clark also played the set. Oh, Roger. We have Rad Rod, Rad underscore Rod, if you're on Twitter, who we mentioned earlier came so. to play in the tournament and had a good showing. At Wicked Fedora, Kunal Des, that's D E S at the end, without the U. And Estriferous underscore underscore. And. Man, I'm, this is I way more people than I thought. Sorry. There's, yeah. There's a, there's a lot. This this is a list of 10. That's amazing. I think yeah. that's the mo- most we've got so far. Clearly, it was a great set. I oh. Mean, yeah. Pat yourself so, on the back for Van Brinkar a little I'm, bit? I'm, I'm, patting my, I'm giving myself one-third of a pat on the back because that's all I'll take responsibility for. How do you do one-third of a pat? I mean, you've got five fingers and a palm, so like... Just like, I thought you were gonna say like, like I don't just know, take I, the P or something. Oh, I was gonna say we can like. Oh, oh that's a, that. Yeah, I like that one. I was gonna say we could dismember your roommate. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, let's let's not do that. My roommate is also named Pat. He's too beautiful. You yeah. can't do that. Very true. Um, and shout out to Roger, who's not here and probably won't listen to this, but he got five on Libertad. Not in the set of the week. Not yes. in the set of the week. That's yes. pretty good. And then we made him play it, and then he wanted to play it again because he wasn't satisfied with his score, and then he did really well on it. Yeah. 
one of the potential qualifiers for the tournament was uh, Second Heaven. And so, like, everybody was like, like, they're like, oh, that's going to be the qualifier. It ended up being unbelievable, actually. Right. But everyone was, like, convinced that Second Heaven was going to be the qualifier. <laughs> so, like, everybody practiced Second Heaven. And not too many people were thrilled with that, but... That it's it's good to it's good to play charts like that every now and then to remind yourself of what the game is capable of throwing at you. So, and now is the part of the podcast where we recommend songs for the next for taps the next of the week. Taps of the week, hell yeah! Who wants to kick us off? Uh, um, did I did I select the song with the lowest difficulties? So yes, we're, we're going we're going up on on ratings. Oh, okay, I, I okay, see, I see how this goes. So my selection again is from Supernova Two, and it is Moonster. Which I think is a song that gets passed over in the song wheel a lot because it's not, it's not your not your average song selection. It's got like a nice little two step feel to it that I really enjoy. Um, the chart is all right, but I definitely really like the song. I pick my I pick my selections based on the song. So I think I will say Moonster is first of all a fantastic song, and I agree that the charts like leaves a little bit to be desired, but it is tricky. It is and really I think tricky. It is one of the only songs of its kind in terms of the way it tries to trick you. Right. And so it is um, very good in a tournament, I think, um, for what it's worth. Well, so it's like, everybody will play it after this week, so you shouldn't pick it anymore. But. Well, well, but that's <laughs> kind of the point. We're yeah. trying to get you get you holistically good at the game with these tasks right. of the weeks. Right, right, right. And that's one way, I think. So I, I applaud your pick. <laughs> oh, no. Now, now, <laughs> oh no! Now Dalton yes. has to has to match up with. Uh... No, this this is the the segment we're calling Dalton tries to pronounce Japanese words. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, this right. Is, this yes. is an amazing set. He's, he's branching out as well in his own way. Yeah, that I mean, this isn't fair because both Jeff and and Oliver speak Japanese, and then I'm the one who decided to pick a song with a Japanese title. I also decided to pick a song with a Japanese. Title. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. okay. Well, but uh, you don't know about it yet. Yeah, uh, Asahiro. No, Kami he cook Koki? Koki, very Koki. good. That was hey, really good. good, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Thing. Thing. yeah. Thanks. I thought you don't know Kami he Koki. Thanks, Terrace House. And, and, and what, is, what does that mean, Jeff? For Oh, that means uh, morning color paper airplane. Right. So you can identify the song if you can't read Japanese. It's got a jacket with a paper airplane outline and morning colors. Yeah, it's sort of a, a nice gradient from like blue to like yellow to pink to purple. And it also pops up pretty early in the song list. It is um, the first song in DDR 2014. Right. So, uh, and it is a banger. It's Let a Camellia me t- song. It's so good. Let me tell you, vocals by Gumi. Is it Gumi? Is it, Gumi? It, it is Gumi, I nice. think. That's, yeah. uh, according to uh, Remy Week. It's just not credited, right? On it's the, not credited, but yeah. Yeah, well, there was an event where they released uh, three songs oh, with yeah, Gumi vocals. Right, that's the, the that's from Electric... What is there? Entrance Dream Music. I yes. don't remember. EDM. Yeah, ah. no, that's yeah. yeah exactly. I just remember there's there's Asahiro no Kami Hikoki. There's Mayu, and then there's that soda song that I don't remember. Oh, it's it's I, it's kind I of also really my like, least favorite of the three. I like Mayu. I Mayu, Mayu is really. I might pick, that's another banger. I might pick yeah. that. Don't don't give away your hand yet. Maybe <laughs> it'll be in a couple <laughs> weeks. People will forget. Um, but it's like it's like 132 BPM, so it's like sort of not like non-assuming. Is that the word? Uh, but it's like it goes pretty hard. Yeah, I mean it has some, it has some like interesting like little like run things. Some tricky sixteenth patterns in there that aren't you don't see a lot. Yeah, it's also got a really good double chart. Like I used to play that a lot. Oh, I need to give that a try. So it's got a, like a couple slightly stretchy patterns, but it's very comfortable for a thirteen. Yeah, 
And so, as always, we'll post pictures of the song jackets. Right. And yeah. So this is from 2014, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, unless Jeff's song is from Ace, is it? It's not. Okay. Then uh, if you have that, you know, you don't have to play it on Ace. I think Renatalis played last week's set on uh, 2014. Yeah. So if you have access to a machine of that sort. Yeah. Um, somehow. Through magic. Through magic. Magic, will, which will not be described in this podcast. In, in detail, but that's a possibility. we got to keep our clean rating. So, that's my pick. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, like, say the song title again. I, oh, did, I did it once. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, drum roll. So, my no, song pick for this week is Colin. Much Ooh. easier to pronounce. Oh. Um, sorry, Dalton. But, uh, Sakura! Sakura! <laughs> Kirukamesh! Oh, no, it's, it's called Colin. Uh, it means crimson fire, scarlet fire. It's been translated differently. It's, oh. that, it's that color. Yeah. Red. It's a pawn song. Yeah. And it is, so it's really underrated in my opinion. Yeah. It is, so 12 on expert, 15 on challenge. Challenge is super fun. I thought it was really fun. And then I tried to get people to play it with me and no one wanted to. And then like three months ago, everyone realized it was awesome. So uh, I'm including it in the set of the week because. Is that the one with the dude with the sword sort of thing? Or is that crimson gate? The you Crimson mean, Gate is yeah. the is the sword one. That's the thirteen. That's uh, really really awkward. Colin okay. is the guy with like. There's lots of fire around him. He looks like a popping character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. They actually. It was an event where they had four songs. Uh, Tsugi Doka. Yep. And was there supposed to be some sort of contest to select which song stayed in the games or something? And then they decided to keep all four. I don't know. I just know it was like a cross event. So it was. Yeah. It so, was Rensen Yodan, which I almost picked as well. Yeah, that one's uh, surprisingly good. Colin Snow Prism. And Cosmic Hurricane. Yes, yes. But yeah, those are all in Poppin' too, so I have slightly different associations with Cohen, but it's also good there. Yeah. I like Cohen a lot. And it's just it's a it's got really cool like sixteenth note into twelfth note sections. Kinda hard to time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a good pawn song. They're actually they're they're good they, they actually. Exist. I, they exist. I, underrated, but I like pawn. Yeah. Yeah. Like Emerald really grows on you after a while. It's like it's good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What was it? What were the lyrics? Was that that was in Discord? Was it? Yeah. yeah. It's it's to the tune of Imera. Yeah. It's like it's, it's good, good actually. actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the song you think is bad. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's a good that's a good way to end us. I think. Yeah. End our lives. So we, we can join Roger and James in the in the in, in, the, in the shadow yeah. realm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Um, we'll be back in two weeks, not next week, because next week's Thanksgiving. But, uh, appreciate your constant listening, so thank you for, for, playing. for playing. For playing. There we go. <laughs> you want to try that one more time? No. Oh, sorry, I'm just synced late. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>